This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network. This is the show where we tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future experience with it. Today's topic was, what's new? We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Welcome back. It is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafiori. I'm Adam Lustig. And it has been a while, but it is now somehow episode 176. This actually feel this is easily the longest break that we've taken. No Maybe doubt. the only break that we've really taken. We've taken one week off. One week. Right. This we've is... usually done the one week hiatus. Yes. Right. This feels like we're return. It feels like we are ret- returning. Right. Properly returning to this. And we, we don't do this often. Yeah. Uh, so why would we take five weeks off? That's what we're going to talk about today. That's going to be the subject of the episode. What's been happening? What's up? Yeah. What's been up then? Yeah. If you weren't here, Billy and Adam, where have you been? We have often <laughs> said before hiatus, hiatai? Hiatai. Before we've taken our hiatai <laughs> over the years, we've said that life gets in the way. Yeah. I think this is our opportunity to say what has happened in our lives That's for right. the past, call it month. Yes. Right. Six weeks or so. Six weeks or so. Yes. So first of all, good to see you. Good to see you, Bill. How right. are you, my good man? Uh, we're going to answer that question over 45 minutes. Very good. I haven't seen you in life since, geez, yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> and yesterday, Adam... <laughs> Yes. What were we doing? Uh, because well, th- I think this perfectly leans into one of the reasons why you and I have taken hiatai. Yes, we've taken a brief hiatai. Uh, yesterday, you uh, and your beautiful, dare I say. Say it. Bride. Wifey. <laughs> wifey. Will you be my wifey? Yes, yes I'll, I'll be, be your, your wifey. wifey. Your betrothed, uh-huh. Marina. Uh-huh. Uh, you two came over to my betrothed right. and my home right. uh, to hang out with our Baby son. So you just said two big words. <laughs> yes. Wife, baby. Wife and baby. That's where we've been. Yeah, folks. I guess I sort of spoiled them both. No, right no, off the bat. no. Get it out the way. <laughs> Why tease it? Yes. Bill's got a wife. Bill's got a wife. Adam and Maggie have a baby boy. Can you believe that? Adam, what is this baby boy's name? This baby boy's name is Fig Anthony Lustig. Love. Come on. Love. Little Figgy. Can we get a birthday? Uh, Fig was born April 29, yes. 2019. Right. Right. Essentially, uh, I guess right before the Hayatai. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. So we knew yes. that uh, we had some big things coming up. Yeah. I was in the final month or so of planning a wedding, which big can deal. be overwhelming. Yes. You were uh, in the final month or so uh, planning to give birth and change your life forever. Absolutely. And uh, we front loaded a bunch of episodes. Yeah, we did. We talked about Star Wars. Yes. We talked about space. Asked, answered advice questions from 1991. Right. We really hit the hard-hitting stuff. Right. So we front-loaded those episodes <laughs> yeah. while we yeah. were in um, overwhelming times in our lives. Yes. Personal life overheating mode. Right. Yes. Adam, we've come out of it. We're on the other side. You have a healthy baby boy. You have a healthy marriage. <laughs> and uh, and we're going to talk about those things yes. today. Yes, we are. So Adam. Yes. Um, you're about... Two months in? Ten weeks? Yeah, man, ten weeks. Yeah. Yeah, April, what is today? Today is June, July, whatever it is. And yeah, Fig is like ten and a half weeks old, if it, you can believe it. It feels like it's a banner day just for us to be recording a podcast I know. again. I know. Because I imagine the first month, I don't have to imagine, I've yes. seen it firsthand. The yes. first two and a half months yes. of raising child, yes. watering the seed, yes. is all-consuming? It's completely all-consuming. Okay. A- and like, Advice for future fathers, like, t- those two months... 
is just all in. And we had Lucas Kavner on the episode, which on the podcast, right. which seems like a thousand million billion years ago, mm-hmm. right after his son Arlo was born, to talk about New Parenthood. Right. It would have been good of me to go back and listen to that sure. for, some, sure. <laughs> for some pragmatic advice. Right. Uh, because, yeah, I mean, like, as many books as you read about it, as many sort of like peer, all that is so helpful, peer advice, reading up on it, mm-hmm. sort of like all the doctor's appointments that sort of prepare you for it. Right. And then like the biggest cliche that is proven to be true is that like truly nothing can prepare you. It's for just it. you have to do it. Yeah, like there's nothing that can even really remotely emotionally or mentally prepare you for the t- for the amount of, of energy that is required Believe to expend. That. Believe that. You're just, it's, it's unfathomable or something until you're doing it. I don't want to get too much into the details, but but how were you in the room? Because it's happening now. Because you hear about dads who faint. Yes. You know, other dads who are just like by their, uh, you know, partner's side to just try and help them however they need help. Yeah. Um, How were you in the room? I don't mean to pat myself on the back too aggressively, but I was pretty good, man. Believe that. Pretty chill. You're a performer when the lights come on. (laughs) When the lights come on in the city, uh, I could step step up and and calm my blood pressure down a little bit. I believe that you and and Maggie both, I just know you as performers and I see you in social scenarios and you don't get overwhelmed by this pressure. No. So I believe that you guys were pros. I appreciate that, Bill. And I think that we were. Yeah. I mean, again, like all of this is under the – the uh, very, very prominent umbrella of like, and one of the main lessons of parenthood and obviously birth, it goes without saying, yes. is that like the division of labor between Maggie and I is vast. Yeah. There is a chasm in yeah. between. I talk about the effort that it takes for me to expend. Right. It is truly Truly incomparable. Correct. It is truly incomparable. Correct. And what the husband slash father's role is is va- is vastly different. So on the day, <laughs> you, knowing that, yes, Maggie's going to be doing. Dare I say, all the work. Oh. Okay. <laughs> are you trying to keep the mood light in the room? Are you cracking jokes? Or are you actually like, I'm serious right now? Agent of calm. Agent, Agent of calm. Agent of calm. Agent nice of sur- choice. <laughs> Nice choice. I'm here to be an active Yo. agent of serenity Yo. and calm. Yeah, you Actively Yang calm. that yin. Yang, <laughs> yang that yin. Precisely. Yes. Because it is an intense experience. And mm-hmm. I'm like, Maggie going into it. And we can talk about the nuts and bolts, TikTok, et cetera. We, we can, can. Sure. We can. But like Maggie was in labor. That's so profoundly intense. Yes. And that is freaking wild. Yes. Not for me. Not for you. Not for me. Not for the agent of calm. I'm not doing it. Right. I am here to yin that yang. Yes. So how do you how do you yang that yin? Well, we had a doula in the room as well, which is like the sort of birth advisor, helper that's like been to a handful of births before, had been to our house a couple of times, sort of got to know us as a couple. Nice. Knew our quote unquote birth plan. Right. Ha ha hilarious plan. A hired agent of calm as well? Totally hired agent of calm. Okay. An exact hired agent of calm. Yes. And so she was there, this wonderful woman, Kaylee, she was there. And so she was also their agent of calming. Yes. She like hung a bunch of tea lights and like set the mood with candles. You're not doing that. I'm not doing that. Yeah. She had like wrote a bunch of like sort of inspirational quote type things and wow. from a little thing in the, wow. you know, the hospital room really wow. tried to make it feel as unhospitally as possible and nice. sort of like a nice sort of cavern of pleasant birth yes. health body time. Okay. So that was really good. Mm-hmm. So in many ways I was kind of following her lead tonally nice. a little bit. Sure. 
Granted, Maggie's my partner. She and I are doing this, quote unquote, together. But I know Maggie much better than Kaylee does. Yes. So, like, to a certain degree, I'm. But I am just there. I'm getting food when necessary. When Maggie is pushing and in labor, I am there, like a uh, sort of like Mickey and Rocky. I'm there with a literal water bottle with a straw, giving it to her as she weakens. Nice. And just like literally feeding her water and fruit. Yep. yep. So just there in these small private moments when I am feeling panicked yes. and in this sort of small bursts of anxiety that I do have. I'm taking myself behind that curtain oh, uh, having private you go backstage shielded from maggie go backstage shielded from kaylee every performer needs that a blackout during a sketch a comedy show lights down for show. a second everyone reset that's exactly right right that's exactly right maggie's so, on stage the whole time so and you do not you cannot disturb the performer do I not need to, no that would be wildly selfish and rude of me to be right. like maggie i'm anxious so you go behind the curtain go behind the curtain and what's popping back there do you pick up your phone and you're just like maybe i'll just look at something else for a second there, or do you close your eyes and go away there was some compulsive phone checking for sure and again it was i was never there weren't there were relatively few complications it was beautiful birth was as maggie will tell you was cool cool was like overall the experience was like pretty cool okay and like dare i say enjoyable again yes i know maggie and i have different experiences yes uh but it was fun fun uh-huh if you could describe it as that it was yep. fun yep and it was and it was pretty good it was pretty yeah. good so there were only a couple of moments of uh tension sure. of anxiety of like of ooh uncertainty yep. and during those moments yeah there's some compulsive phone checking i'm taking a walk in the hallway of i'm course. going out of the cafeteria to get a tea feel you gotcha so that's all that is you guys did want something unique that i hadn't seen other couples do which is that you started calling him fig before he was born we yeah. knew his name. We he, we knew his born. Uh, we knew his name before. Yeah, that's an we, interesting thing. Yeah, we kind of got attached. Like, there's a couple of different like reasons for it. Like, one is that we got sort of attached to him. You know, you, you download all these apps. There's yeah. a trillion pregnancy apps, as you can imagine now. Oh, and like one of the. <laughs> no, I didn't. Yes. I couldn't imagine. But yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, there's like a billion of them. Sure, and. Uh, you know, we sort of got emotionally attached to him mm-hmm. uh, when he was the size of a fig. Because mm. it says, now your fetus is the size of a raspberry, a blueberry, a banana, a right. fig, a loaf of bread. Right. And it's just like. You never considered naming him a loaf of bread. A lustic. loaf. Loaf. Loaf was on the table. Loaf lustic. <laughs> I loaf it. I loaf that. I loaf that so much. <laughs> loaf. Loaf. It's like a cool Scandinavian. He like comes dip. out like 14 pounds heavier if his name was Loaf. <laughs> He's just – Same parents. Full of yeast. Just a bit. Oh, just God. Loaf. Right. Loaf is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, so we got attached to what he was of a fig. Yeah. Then also there's this poem that we love by Edna St. Vincent Millay called First Fig that we like. And oh, that cool. was just like – So there were a couple of reasons. It, we like nature names, monosyllable. It hey, just you don't have to right. explain. It's an awesome name. Figgy. And what he – yes. I wanted to get to that. Figgy. Because the first time – we visited you guys yes. post post pregnancy post birth. Yes, we met Fig. Yes, and we, like in passing, we met him and we were just talking and it was all really sweet. And yes. then you just kind of said in a half voice, "Yeah, you know, Figgy Smalls." Yeah, and that's when it all like that's when everything just tightened up for me. Yeah. A good nickname just makes people that much yes. more real. Because this process has damaged my memory so indelibly, I said that or you said that. You said I that. said that. You said that. Wow, I've been crediting you this whole time. Well, I yeah. mean, look, dude, credit yourself. <laughs> okay. Great. Like I'll, yeah. I'll end up saying it more than you, yeah, I was and like, people will associate me with it. <laughs> yeah. But the seed, okay, was you. Great. Yeah. I planted it. You watered it. That's right. Yeah. I will nurture. <laughs> yes. I will nurture that. Seed. Yes. Figgy Smalls. We love him to death. He's unbelievable. Yeah. It's a trip watching a human evolve. Yeah. It's only been ten weeks. He changes so much every day. All those like cliches are true, and like mm-hmm. all those things are true. Mm-hmm. And did you know Anthony would be his middle name for a long time? Yeah, that's Maggie's father's middle name. Beautiful. So yeah, that was like. Sure, keep when it we on. Were, 
batting around names. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, Maggie and I, there really isn't a gracious, uh, graceful solution to the mid- last name yeah, thing. Yeah, right, right, right. Like there's like you could hyphenate it. We wanted like both Maggie and my family names to be represented somehow. How yep. you do it gracefully. Yep. It's weird. Yep. Like my middle name is my mother's maiden name. Mm-hmm. So like I have both my mother's middle last name. I have session. my grandma's maiden name. It exactly. would have been the last in line. Exactly. Right. So like, yeah, so we sort of knew that we wanted Maggie's sort of familial lineage in there somewhere. Right. And it just – Fig Anthony just has like a Fig Anthony. It sure. just like felt nice. Here's one. I'm going to give you a suggestion for maybe how to buck that trend moving forward if you have Please. a second child Mike or maybe if I do. Please. Um, maybe just mm-hmm. uh, bypass what your uh, last names are. Mm-hmm. And for your next child, if it's a boy or a girl, frankly, yep. Yep. Loaf Johnson. That's good. I think that <laughs> Loaf Johnson. I think that's really good. Just you have the first name and last name locked down right out the gate. Loaf Johnson. You don't have to worry about Marion versus Lustig. He almost doesn't even need a middle name or she. No. They don't even almost need Loaf Johnson is right. almost strong enough as it is. Yep. Fine. To just a okay. done. God. I vow. I vow. Oh. Here. <laughs> Vow is great. That's a perfect segue for what we'll talk about in That's a second. Exactly right. well but what done. do you vow, Adam? Well done. I vow on this podcast oh that God. Maggie will listen to one day. Our next child shall be named Loaf, Loaf Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> Loaf. Bad. Loaf. Bad idea to come into the studio today, dog. <laughs> Uh, first act break. Yes. First act break. Yes. We've got loafs. We got. We've got Johnsons. I mean, what do we want? There's also a Carly Rae Jepsen album that's come out. Oh, geez. That, that has like, like a, happened in this hiatus. A lifetime oy, ago. Oy, oy. This, yeah. So we, I, we have choices out there. Great. Yeah. Uh, I would love to hear from Carly Rae, to be yeah? honest with you. I have not heard a note of the album, but I'm curious. Okay. You haven't heard I'm, a note of the album? Not even any of it. Okay, great. Let's do it. Maybe we'll start with uh, Party for One. Oh, that's off the new one? Yeah. Dog. Love that song. Forget okay. It. Love that.
joke today billy and i are back from hiatus talking about why the hell we were on one in the first place adam one thing we do with uh the no joke podcast is yep. that we make requests to our listeners frequently more times than not uh those requests um disappear yeah they don't um come to fruition They're pretty transient they, yeah. they, they come and go with the wind sometimes people will mail us oatmeal yes we've had loose oats yes, in that, plastic bags that was kind of 2k18 <laughs> loose oats in plastic bags <laughs> well here's one can somebody mock up a shirt that just says Loaf Johnson? Loaf Johnson. Doesn't need a picture of a loaf nope. or a baby. Nope. Doesn't need any sort of context. Nope. The two words. Loaf Johnson. That's right. That feels real good, Bill. I mean, maybe you and I just start a band. <laughs> <laughs> Loaf Johnson does feel good. Do you play any instruments? Uh, the, the, my le- I play drums on my legs. Okay, the knee drums. Yeah. You I play the knee drums and I can whistle. So maybe <laughs> Loaf Johnson is hitting the road. <laughs> 2020. 2020? Okay. All right. Funny or Die presents Loaf Johnson. Knee drums and whistle. That's right. That's our backup name. (laughs) That's our backup name. Knee drums and whistle. And whistle. Right. Oh, my God. That law firm. Anyway, that was Carly Rae. That (laughs) law firm. That was Carly Rae Jepsen's party for one. Pretty good. Okay. Pretty good. Okay. Um, That is a banger of a dance tune. Yeah. And speaking of bangers of dance tunes, Billy, we danced our ever-loving asses off recently. Yeah. I danced my ever-loving ass off. Your boy got married in Mexico. Dude. Your boy married Marina Mitchelson. In Mexico. It was it was a full riot. Yeah. It was pretty amazing. One thing you worry about when you're getting married yeah. or having a wedding ceremony and reception yes. is will people dance? Because atmosphere and energy, it's like you usually know in the first 90 minutes whether people are going to be dancing at this wedding. Do you think so? I think so. The first 90 minutes of the reception. Of the reception. Fair. You can kind totally of tell fair. when people are – if this is a sitting wedding mm-hmm. where people are just going to be sitting at tables and chatting yes. versus – are you hyped? Yes. Like, did you, did you like, go a little buck wild? Correct the mundo. Right. Correct the mundo. I'm happy to report that the crowd went buck wild. It was sick. Right. It was sick. And we can get through that, but maybe the way to clock the wedding over the course of an act Please. is to go from ceremony to reception. I would love to do that. But before we go there, yes. it should be noted, Adam, yes. that Marina and I approached you about nine months ago yeah. and said, will you be the officiant yes. to our wedding? It was one of the, it was uh, an honor and a privilege to have you ask me that. Right. I truly, it was truly unexpected and it, I... I'm so proud of us. And so I'm going to assume I'm so proud of us. I'm, I'm going to assume that you went through a lot of religious training <laughs> and you read certain texts. Yes, yes. And you did all these things to be certified as uh, a proper officiant, yes. a legal officiant. I took a 10-day a, a sojourn through the hills of mm-hmm. Tel Aviv. Okay. Uh, no, I went, uh, I mean, like, well, it's funny that you say that, actually, because, of course, no. And, of course, I went on a website and it took less than three se- It took a suspiciously short amount How of time. How many clicks? Literally two clicks. Two clicks. A click on the website, my first name, my last name, and most importantly, my email address. Got it. 
Got it. And then a big yellow button that just said, you did it. You did it. And that was truly, it was like a okay. click on the website, a click out of the website. Yes. Done. Yes. Done. And I am, quote unquote, a minister. Right. Okay. Okay. I've been calling you Rabbi Adam. I've been calling you Dadam. Dadam. I think I might have to cross Rabbi Adam off minister the list. Minister Loaf Johnson. Father, Father Johnson. Father Johnson. Okay. So, like, it did, that, that was hilarious. Sure. And, like, so we, like, Maggie and I had Jesse, her sister, do the same thing. It takes two seconds. Yeah. Um, but it was it was all joking aside. Yes. It actually was. I mean, the wedding, the ceremony was stunning. Sure. It was beautiful. It yes. was very heartfelt and was deeply moving, and uh, fairly Jewish. Yeah, and it was yeah. fairly Jewish. And like, it was actually the. And I was joking about this, uh, whatever. But like, it was actually the biggest application of my Hebrew school. Yeah. Studies. Well, look. I mean, like you and I and Marina. Yeah. Went and visited with real rabbis. It was awesome. Who gave us real advice. And like you didn't, you great. didn't, and one of the reasons why, I mean, it's incredible, like how you and Maggie's relationship and mine and Marina's has like traveled the same roads Parallel, because literally yours started one day before 24 hours. hours. And then we became this foursome in Brooklyn True. very fast. True. So for us, we wanted a lot of storytelling and we yeah. wanted, we didn't want it to be traditionally religious or anything. Exactly. And you tell our story. Yes. No one can tell our story quite like you. I've known you from the jump. Right. I've exactly. Been there from the, from the origin You've of this, me of this and love. me and Marina. Exactly. More importantly, me and Marina. Yes. From the jump. Yes. So you told our story. Yes. So, and we also, you're our favorite performer. Oh, Billy. Just from a selfish place. Yes. Who, if you had to see a one man show, whose would it be? Yours. So Mike why Rebiglia not make would be our really good? Yeah, he'd be fine. He'd be really fun. I've seen him. <laughs> it's still you. Oh, Bill. Still you, Bill. I sleep. I slept walk with him. Yeah, <laughs> and I choose you. <laughs> Bill, that's very sweet. Um, but man, did you do a bang up job? It at was the ceremony. Awesome. It, it was. It was. It was a really beautiful – it was a beautiful environment. It was so gorgeous. Right. It was like, first of all, just from a guest perspective and like whatever, but it was in like Mexican wine country. Right. S- stunning. Yeah. Stunning. The yeah. environs were stunning. Mm-hmm. And like – And got the, the perfect weather. That's another thing, man. That's another thing. Got the perfect weather. Low the key. perfect weather. Low key. Not even too hot. Not a – not even a th- – not nary a threat of rain, nope. obviously. Not nope. even close. Yeah. It was amazing. Got a lot of the things that you can't control yes. or that are out of your control. So much of the wedding planning experience is trying to hold on to control. Yeah. Where you set budgets and yes. you're like, I'm going to hit these budgets. But those are all theoretical. Yes. You don't know if yes. you're going to actually hit those budgets. And yes. then you get the prices in and yes. all the things in and you're like, this is out of my control. Yes. And now anxiety starts because anxiety is a lack of control. Amen, brother. And so when you start to see the things that you can't control yes. like spin your way, yes. there's like there was a couple of things where it was like, this can go one of two ways this yes. weekend and they all went our way. Yes. Thank God. It was it was amazing. And right. there I mean the whole experience and just like again from a purely physical topographical environment point of view. Right. It was like you cross the border and you're like cross to Tijuana and it's like crazy populated like densely city Mexico and then like just the the wedding experience for me began right. yes. when you like there is something about the actual literal journey to where you go, to the venue and like yeah. to the town sure yeah that was so transformative and very 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 peaceful and very calming and mm. it's beautiful out there yeah. and it's like nothing but vineyards it's right. just like empty like the empty Mexican Baja Mexico Valle de Guadalupe, beautiful, just beautiful, so beautiful. The ceremony was remarkably sincere, and it that's was. one of my favorite qualities at times. Where yeah. it's just like speak from the heart. Mm-hmm. You know, this doesn't need to be with a smirk. That's right. And everyone who spoke on our behalf gave speeches. Everyone, and it was led by you. It was just so sincere and so overwhelmingly awesome. It was beautiful. It was just like a real win. It was really beautiful. Did yeah. you did you find yourself feeling nervous? Not, not nervous. I don't know if that's such a well. No, not nervous term, though, but, but like, overwhelmed. Yeah, or something. yeah. Not even like from a stress point. Yeah. But just like this is all really happening. Yeah. Now. 
there's just like that moment of clarity. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say that like once you like start walking through it, you're like, this is it. Yes. This is, is like, this is it. Yes. You know, there was something just like really peaceful about it. Yes. So yeah, no sort of moments of, I sang. I sang during the ceremony, which was a swing. I would even, dare I even say, if the wedding were a story, that might have been the climax. Yeah, that was. If I have to say that. Like I said, vulnerable, sincerity. It was beautiful. Yeah, and I sang, and like 10 minutes before, I had sang that song in my head and out loud like 100 times. I just like pulled Clayton aside, Clayton early Harvard Tag Team, and I was just like, hear me sing this song, I have to sing it out loud once. And I couldn't get the words out. The words mattered so much, I couldn't get the words out. And that was the one moment where I was like, well, this, that's a coin flip. Like, I don't know. Let's I might see. just be bawling in front of my friends <laughs> Let's now. Let's see. Yeah. Um, ceremony, it, it, everything went off without a hitch. It's perfect. Me and Marina go take photos. Yep. They just, like, send you out into, like, this, like, yes. desert. And they're like, be with the photographer now. It's like, <laughs> let's do that. I had to be reminded, hand in pocket. Hand yeah, in yeah, pocket. Yeah. Hand in pocket. <laughs> we get to the reception. Yes. And we have no idea. Like, once you're, if you're the couple, yes. if you are the bride and groom, you're removed. It is funny how different the experience is. It's like, it's, we're all there for you, and yet you a little bit are excluded from everyone else's experience. Bananas. I mean, you are. Bananas. <laughs> yeah. Like, one piece of advice I would give to anybody who is getting married soon is don't expect to be at your own cocktail yeah, bar. Yeah, exactly. Your cocktail hour out the window. <laughs> it's not for you. <laughs> but it creates this sense of mystery where it's like, yeah. I wonder what people moods are yeah are people enjoying themselves for the past 90 minutes like what is happening yes and then we got to the venue where the reception is after the photos yes and they held us behind a wall for like 10 minutes for something called a grand entrance (laughs) yeah baby nobody cares about a grand entrance (laughs) like my moms and aunts and best friends are over there just like let me where's bill nope where's Where's marina nope and then they played our song we had a big grand entrance yes and away we went yes and we Got drunk and partied in Mexico. Drunk as hell. The tequila was free. Like, it was delicious mezcal, delicious tequila. Like, they were, the the staff was unbelievable. Like, the whole vibe, the whole mood, I think just, just like, because you and Marina are who you are Mm. and are just, like, joy, light forces of light and joy and Mm. love, the whole weekend was under under that sort of pall. And, like, everyone was so chill. And, like, the vibe was maximally amazing and friendly and loving and, and Beautiful. And a perfect sneak attack happened. Yeah. And it was born out of another sneak attack earlier. Yeah. So, like, a couple months before, Marina had a great idea, which was instead of a champagne toast, yes. we're going to be in tequila country. Oh. Let's all just take a shot of tequila oh. when we get there as, like, all 120 guests, like, group tequila. Love it. And I thought that's such a fun idea. Love it. And then we said, you know what? Let's do one more round of tequila shots, like, yeah. two hours later. Yes. We'll do, like, the horror and all these Jewish yes. dances, and then we'll go right into the tequila song. And <laughs> yeah. we told this, <clears throat> we told the staff, bring out another round of tequila shots yep. for everybody yep, here. Yep, yep, yep. So another 120 tequila shots <laughs> are flooded to the dance floor mostly. Yes. And that's an important note. Yes. Uh, like a bunch of tequila shots are entrees brought to the Come dance to the floor. Dance. Look left, tequila shots. Yeah. Look right, tequila shots. It's, like, it's like you have to be careful not to knock <laughs> over. Still. Okay. We do that. We take a second round of tequila shots, and the sneak attack that happens yes. is that I think somewhere in the like language barrier, <laughs> they took our note as bring a round of tequila shots when that song plays as always keep tequila shots coming to the dance floor. <laughs> for the song. For the, while there are songs. While there are songs. Not yeah, just yeah. one song. <laughs> well, so for three hours. Yo. There was just tequila, and that is a sick sneak attack. It was never-ending and always appreciated. And this is something I learned the next morning, (laughs) is that a hard thing about maintaining... uh, Getting a dance party off the ground, one tequila shot should hopefully do that. that. Maintaining 
uh, a dance party requires something else. It requires keeping people on the dance floor yes. for the entirety of the dance yes. time. Yes. Because if they go to the bar yes. to get another drink, yes. new small talk happens, yep. you can get vacuumed out of like 30 minutes of time, and now your energy's down. And vibe you're not... changes. Exactly. Vibe, vibe changes. changes. You got to maintain the vibe. Yep. And the way to maintain the vibe is bring the bar to them. Grease the wheels. Grease those wheels Grease the and wheels keep, keep them squeaky. Keep them squeaky. Keep them going. Though it was like I didn't realize how drunk I was. And like tequila is that also like that perfect mm-hmm. al- alcohol mm-hmm. where it's like you don't really realize how drunk you are yeah. until like you are like sweating through your suit jacket yes. because you've been dancing for two and one half hours. Yeah. But you and also like, realize how good the tequila is the Yo. next morning. Are you hungover? If the answer is no, you drank very good tequila. And was not that hungover. Yeah. Truly was not that hungover. The tequila was astounding. We didn't even know that, like, their level, like, the place where we stayed, they just had, like, a very high level of quality. Yeah. With all of their choices. So when we ordered tequila, I don't think we knew. Like, our tequila friends were like, you got very good tequila. Yes. Which is, like, a nice thing to be like, sweet. Yes, I had to rely on Adam Block, who was sitting across from me, to be like, this is good. I was like, I trust you. Right, you're a man of quality. I trust you. You're a man of quality. (laughs) Yes. Second act break. Okay, great. Already? Second act break. Jeez, Bill. Yeah. Touched on baby. We've touched, We've touched on, on baby. Right. We've touched on marriage. Yeah. Do we play tequila? We can play tequila. Uh, we can. Yeah. Um, there's only one word in that entire song. That's the only one. So you really have to like get down with the the guitar. Yes. Is that what we do? No, I don't know if that's what we do. Let's give it another minute. Okay, great. We're known for kind of just searching out there for the right well, song. We can sit in this. That's fine. Sure. We're we're a married man and a dad at this point. We can sit. We've got all we're the time. No in the rush. World. We're no... What outside forces uh, need us? <laughs> Nah, we can spend all day. We take the wrong lessons. That's right. Yeah. Um, is there any song that you remember being played that night where you were like, oh, this? Um, I'm trying to remember because we – the previous night, we – the Harvard Sailing Team made a speech at the yes. – at the, uh, uh, the welcome Friday party. night at the welcome party yeah. where we were sort of teasing you and teasing your dancing. Sort Correct. Of gently ribbing you, giving you some, what I like to call some gentle business. Yes, yes. <laughs> and it paid off because everyone did my dance moves at the reception. That is absolutely correct. Yes. And I'm trying to remember. I want to say it was. It was Like a Prayer by Madonna. Oh, yeah. There was that. Th- that was when we all did the over the head uh, hand clap. The Billy signature hand clap move. Uh, we had a DJ who uh, was a bit unique. Pedro. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that guests know his name. Pedro. I had a nice chat with him before the ceremony because he was plugging in the microphone. Right. Pedro. I had a nice chat with him. Great dude. <laughs> Great like, dude. so energetic and well-meaning and well-intentioned. Hilarious. Played We Found Love by Rihanna four times. Yes. Four. Yes. Do in we a hopeless it? place. Do we play it a fifth? I was just going to say, I b- before you said Madonna, I was like, Rihanna is in my memory as yeah. being like. Fa- we Found okay. Love, like, four. I, think I remember it- when I heard it the fourth time, I was like, <laughs> Pedro. is he out of CDs? <laughs> <laughs> Pedro. Is yeah. this a remake? or something? Dare we? I think we dare. Okay. Yeah. We find love.
welcome back to the No Joke podcast. That was Rihanna with We Found Love. That's right. Played four times, you're saying, at, at the very least. I think four it was four. The best I was memory. clocking it. Yeah. I was clocking yeah. it. You hear it a second time, and you're like, that's the second time. Clocked. And then when you hear it the third time, you're like, hey, I clocked it a second time already. <laughs> like, now I might be the only one clocking it, but yes. I'm clocking it. Yes. And then when it's the fourth time, it's like, okay. the joke is funny again. The joke is funny again. That's right. Um, especially with some tequila. That's right. Now, your father, who is, as we've discussed on this podcast many times, who is a Singer, yes. proper, capital yeah. S, professionally and beautifully. Frank Scafuri, look him up on YouTube. Please do. Uh, one of the most beautiful moments of the ceremony was that he, so after you and Marina's vows, yeah. after your and Marina's vows, yeah. he sang to yeah. the both of you yeah. in what was pretty, again, like hard to put a climax on a climax, but that was really something else. Yeah, he sang Bridge Over Troubled Water Man, by Simon and Garfunkel. Beautiful. And when your dad sings that into your eyes, yeah, that's pretty, pretty powerful really stuff. Yeah. Pretty powerful stuff. Yes, yeah. it was very beautiful. Yeah, he sang Ave Maria at my sister's, and it was, again, that's right. just like pretty powerful stuff. That's right. Yeah. There's Listen something up. about acapella, and that was what was so sweet about you singing to Marina. It was like, there's something, there is, uh, it sounds whatever but like there is something de- like the most vulnerable thing that you can do is almost to sincerely with your full voice like dropped into your Yo, chest voice real. sing something to another person uh, without any it's other raw. distractions it's, raw. it's, it's really it's a really, raw thing it's really naked yeah yeah you're just like laying it out there for yes. them right it was very beautiful yeah my dad performed and it was amazing so good your father and mother also performed <laughs> And out of just a big swig of coffee, so the couch might. Your your parents also performed. They had uh, something of a, of an adventure. Yeah, a uh, private show. A, pri- a bit of a private show. And a great collision of my hometown. Wow. With a name <laughs> that just represents my hometown. It reminds me, I have a seven and a half minute video to show you after this. I yeah. can't <laughs> wait, Adam. If you if you would in brief. Okay. Um, my parents, so I obviously had to go over to the, not obviously, but we had, there was a rehearsal on Friday. Yes. So I sort of came over to join you and everybody yeah. on Friday. Wedding rehearsal. Wedding rehearsal. Right. Afternoon. And that was leading right into a reception. Correct. Right into, right. A, that's into the welcome party. Into the welcome party. W- worth noting, your parents are at the wedding. Of course. Okay. So they're coming to the welcome party, but not the rehearsal because they're not involved with the wedding. So they're coming after me. That's right. So. Different driver. Different driver. Anything goes. Anything goes. Your down. parents are driving? Yes. Okay. Okay. So anything goes. Got it. Uh, Got it. Steve Corvetti, legend, hero, God. Yes. Picked me and his wife Jill, God. Yes. Picked me up and hilariously drove me over to the to hotel hours earlier. So my parents were truly on their own. Corvetti's doing a buck fifty through Mexico. He's outrageous. Okay. So <laughs> he is outrageous. <laughs> uh, so my. <laughs> So our hotels are mm, a mile and a half apart, sure. I would say. Sure. Not that far. Yeah. Uh, like literally – tr- granted, it's like fairly remote and like the, the sign is just like a little cloaked. But like yeah. it's just like a mile and a half down the road. Right. That's all there is to it. We get there uh, in a GIF. Okay. So I'm waiting for my parents to arrive at the ceremony and like – or at the, the, welcome, at the party. welcome party. Right. And the welcome party is like going on. It's like, you know, it's like my parents are never late for anything. They're right. if anything too early. So the fact that they're even like 20 minutes late, like my parents are – and I don't mean to be disparaging. Fashion, they are not fashionable. So they will not be fashionably, <laughs> fashionably late. Like no. that's not their style Right. At they all. will be appropriately dressed and on time. Right on time. Got it. So like it's weird that it's like now it's like 740. I'm like, where are they? And I'm just like yeah. thinking like where are they? Get it. The hotel is only a few minutes away, so I call them, and I call them, and I'm clearly immediately put on speaker, and as soon as I – 
As soon as they pick up the phone, I can tell there's like a giddy energy no, in the car. No way. Like, there's just something like when you call someone and you can tell like they were just laughing. Oh. Like, and I was like, what's going, like, where are you guys? Like, what's up? Where yes. are you? Like, yes, are yes. you coming? And like, what's going on? I hear other voices in the, on the That's speaker. not just mom and dad. It's not just mom and dad. They're in the car with other people. Right. Oh, it's Billy's friend Riz and his wife, Caitlin. That's funny. Rizzo and Caitlin are with my mom and dad. What's going on? And like the reception's kind of big because it's cutting out. And it's while we're on the phone with them, I see them pull into the. Good. Literally while we're on the phone with them. Beautiful. They pull into the welcome thing. Okay. They pull it in the car that we drove down with my car. Yeah. And that car is cakes (laughs) in mud. Mud. Not dust. Cakes. Mud. Fully caked clay. in mud. Clay. Clay. Right. Fully caked in clay. My parents tumble out of the car with Riz and Caitlin. All four of them are like delirious laughing. On like, site, what do you think happened? Like, because it's it, it actually like to get that much clay <laughs> yeah. on your car is like, did you go in quicksand? Yeah. Honestly. Uh, yeah. Honestly, I was like, maybe they fell into like a, a pit. Ditch? Like a pit. Yeah. A pit. <laughs> Like maybe they fell into a mud. Maybe they probably my, fell into maybe a mud. Maybe my parents <laughs> and Billy's hometown friends Rick fell into a, a mud pit. pit. Probably. Alas. They probably did. Oh, I should also say that when they pull in, Riz is driving. <laughs> Neither of my parents. Rizzo's driving my car with my parents in the backseat. So there was a switcheroo at <laughs> some point. Happened. Something happened. What happened, Adam? So long story short, and it's something that my parents will talk about for the rest of their lives. Yes. Is that uh, they were on their way. They asked the concierge at our hotel how to get there, gave them a funny route. Instead of just like going left and going a mile down the road, he right. was like, go right and take this weird way. Oh, no. So like. Like they took, according to them, yes. I wouldn't also be surprised if this was my parents' own error. Of course. But like, so they went a weird way and they couldn't really find it. And oh, by the way, they were about to leave and Riz and Caitlin were like, you guys going to the thing? We'll ride with you. Thank Great. God. Come on in. Thank God. Come on in. Thank God. Or my parents will, would be, would <coughs> they'd be, be where They'd be where <laughs> they tell you they ended up. That's exactly right. And where is that? Well, so they drove around. They're looking for the thing. They're looking for the sign to Bruma, which is the place where it is. Yes. Looking for the sign, trying to find it. Can't quite find it. Is this it? I'm like, the direction that the concierge had given them was like, make a left up the dirt road uh-huh. so like they're keep passing dirt roads like is that it like right. maybe that's it granted we're in wine country vineyards everywhere a lot of dirt roads lot. confusion yes my parents not already not the most sort of directionally intuitively savvy yep so they make a left turn down a dirt road yeah because caitlin said i think that's it my okay. dad who was behind the wheel trusting said great they make left. a left. Yes. So they're traveling down a dirt road. And this is a little bumpier than traveling. the others. It's a little bumpier. And like, there's like, they're clearly like adjacent to a vineyard. They don't uh-huh. exactly know what kind of, <laughs> they don't exactly know what kind of vineyard this is. Like, we're driving like along a vineyard, like along a dirt road, like by a vineyard. All of a sudden, they're like a mile into it. And like, there's no sign of Billy or Marina or cars or anything they know or recognize. What do they see? <laughs> Just olive groves. They are driving literally through an olive through right. an olive grove. Olive and, groves are uh, planted about uh, eight feet apart yes, from one another. Yes, just the just enough room for a car to drive through. Plow right on through. Cars don't <laughs> drive through no. olive groves. No, but my dad. That's driving through your parents' gardens through on, on a on a large scale. Not even neck through. Truly on, through on, on over trampling through trampling. <laughs> Exactly. Trampling. Trampling. Trampling olives. Trampling olives. Trampling olives. Trampling olives. Trampling olives. Roads don't work like that, Mom and Dad. 
Driving over olives. Okay. Okay. So they're driving then, over olives. Then they look to the right, and there's like a thin barbed wire fence, and right on the other side of the fence, they see the party. No. They see like the car, like cars of people they know. Okay. And like going in the right direction, but they're separated. But they, there's a fence. <laughs> We can't go. There's a fence. You can't go. There's a fence. So? So they're laughing, but they're also getting, like, a little... Panicked? Like, yeah, like, the, la- the, the, the laughing and the, de- and the deliriousness sort of does transition into, if like... If I'm a-, a farmer and someone's driving a car over my crops, I shoot their car? <laughs> exactly. I bring like, the rifle? How do we get out of here? Yes. Uh, my dad was like, I would like to... Uh, like, my dad was like, I truly don't know what to do. Like, yes. I don't know what to do. We can't turn around because, as you said, eight feet, ditches on either side. Like, we could... If we try to do a three-point turn, we will be in a pit right so like i don't know what to do i don't riz, know what to do riz thank goddess for him this is riz steps up from the back and said jeff let me jeff yes. they're already on a first name basis they Yo. just meet me for the first time yes they're like my parents are joking that like this experience of like they wrote riz and caitlin into their will yes. like they're essentially family at this yes. point riz is like jeff like i'm calling to the bullpen i got this yo if I was a Rockwell Center, he would be the one I would choose because he does irresponsible things confidently. Confidently. Riz took the wheel with full Long Island confidence. Yes. And something that my parents to this day are like, we would never have done this, but thank God Riz did. Yes. Booked it. Yes. Threw it in reverse. In reverse. And booked it. Ferris Bueller style. with the olive grove. Gassed and it. <laughs> Just gassed it blind. Gassed in it. reverse. Correct. There's one way out. Let's see how it goes. There, but truly, to his credit, there was no, that was the only way out. That's right. That was the only way out. Of course. Riz heroically got them out of the olive grove. Yes. And minutes later, they were pulling in to the, to party. the welcome party. Covered in clay. Caked. The car to this day. I have almost like. I saw biggest... it. I saw it yesterday. It looks like shit. I haven't watched it. <laughs> <laughs> haven't watched it. Uh, I haven't it watched like it. Looks like hell. Yeah. Looks like hell. But they'll be talking about running through the olive grove for the rest of their life. It was definitely one of the funniest things that's happened to and them. That's and a us. perfect example of what I was saying earlier, where it's like when you're planning a wedding, you yeah. know that certain things are out of your control, but you just hope the ball bounces the right way. And it's like we all could have gotten a text being like, "Hey, uh, Adam's parents' car is, is now in, in, a, in a pit. It's in, in a, a pit. pit. <laughs> it's in a pit." And, like, that would have created its own interesting stories, but, like, on the weekend of your wedding, you don't necessarily want your parents' friends to be stuck in a pit. Just the happenstance of Riz and Caitlin being like, you guys going to the wedding? We're going to drink. You want to drive? Let us come with you, lifesaver. Guardian angel. Guardian angel. Guardian Long Island angel. thank you, Rizzo and Caitlin, for saving my parents' life. That's right. I really appreciate it. That's right. And that was one of, and that is true, what you say about weddings. It's like, that's one of, it's like, everybody is a Robert Altman movie. It's like, you're living your plot. Right. There's literally a million other side plots. Lots happening constantly all over the place all the time concurrently fully a very real world when you get the shared folder of like all of everyone else's photos all like dropped onto your ipad yes it's like oh my god this is what you were doing (laughs) exactly for 72 hours on my behalf exactly yeah Yeah. well it was a wonderful time yeah thanks man you made it very great and and thanks to you yeah um it's the third act of the no joke podcast and we have like two minutes left okay what the heck? What do the we heck? kill time or do we just say goodbye? What do we do? Yeah. What do we do? We're I don't back. know. The future of your son? <laughs> oh, yeah. His future. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. Maybe we hold off and uh, we let the podcast answer that over many episodes. Great. Because, yeah. yeah. He's going to be with us uh, for a while. We're deciding to keep him ultimately, so he will be with oh. us for a while. Yeah, because isn't that a thing? You get like a two, ten-week trial? <laughs> ten-week trial period. Right. Yes. And if not, you should put it back in? That's exactly right. Put it back into rotation. Got it. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. All right. So we'll check back in uh, in a couple more weeks. We'll check back in. Double down on whether you want to keep them. Your marriage, my fatherhood, we have big things going on. We'll, right. we'll, we'll circle back. Maybe we put Fig, maybe Fig could be a guest on the podcast in a couple weeks. That would be great. Right. It would be a lot of like... 
Okay. Just be like, we've had some guests like that. Yeah, exactly. We've had some guests. Like Amir. <laughs> uh, but uh, just a quick reminder, t-shirts, Loaf Johnson. Yes. If you could... No yes. logo required. I mean, like, take it and run with it. Right. But Loaf Johnson. We hope you. We hope that you are happy that we're back. Yes. But we ultimately don't care about that as no. much as we care about someone designing Loaf Johnson mock shirts. Up. Mock it up for us. That's right. Do us that favor. Mock us. Mock us. Okay. Mock us. <laughs> Continue to mock us. Great. That was episode 176. We and we build. back. And, and we, we back. back. And we back. Okay, Adam. Well, congratulations to us. And to you, my friend. All right. We got another episode coming up uh, in a week. Great. As we do. Absolutely. For the No Joke Podcast, I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And like always, we will talk to you next time. Thanks again. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>